that special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. And here we are. Okay, took a minute to get the mic on. Okay, good afternoon. You are here with Carol Stanley on KLAY 1180 on your AM dial or KLAY1180.com anywhere on the planet. We are here every Tuesday, or pardon me, every Sunday afternoon from 2 to 3 p.m. East Coast time, or pardon me, good grief, what day is it today and who am I? On West Coast time, obviously. Uh, Pacific time, two to three. So here we are, and it's, as always, really good to be with you. And I promise I will wake up. <laughs> and oh my goodness. Oh, you know what? It just proves we're, we're real, right? We are people. We screw up. We are real. But it's all good. We're here together to just share and hang out for an hour together. I deeply appreciate the time uh, to spend just uh, just doing that, just hanging on a Sunday afternoon and sharing some really good stuff. As you know, my book, Born to be Awesome, is out and it's on Amazon, it's on Barnes and Nobles, it's on, uh, oh, good grief, uh, bah, bah, bah. it's on uh, Zulon Press, X-U-L-O-N dot com as well. You can get it in any of those places, or from me, Carol Stanley. And you can always reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com. Voiceperformancecoach.com. Carol at voiceperformancecoach.com. Or just go to voiceperformance.com, voiceperformancecoach.com, and, uh, you know, click contact me, because that'll always get through to me, too. I have a number you can uh, text or call at 253-951-3879, and I am opening the lines up today. Let me give you that number. KLAY's call-in number is 253-584-1484. Again, 253-584-1484. I'm going to open those lines up today because I'm going to be sharing with you uh, some things from my new book, Born to be Awesome, and I just really encourage a dialogue because my my gig in life, if you will, is to help you step into excellence, and in particular, as you are a communicator, we in this uh, realm, if you will, of radio, TV, uh, online, all the different avenues that we have to share with each other, to communicate, whether it be, again, on stage, online, uh, on camera. There's so many ways we communicate, right? And, and life in general, it's all about people. It's all about relationships. So as we learn to communicate better, my passion is helping you step into the excellence in how you communicate Communication is huge, and your brand walks in before you do. I mean, it just does. As you enter the the space, your brand walks in before you do. I want you to grab hold of that because we're going to talk about how we put ourselves together. We're going to talk about the secret that brings excellence to your life, the secret that unlocks the incredible awesomeness inside of you. So 
Before we get into all of that, though, I want to share with you Jesus Calling. It's my favorite of all time uh, devotional. I have many, but this is my favorite. So I want to share with you today's and tomorrow's, actually, because they, they go together and they just speak into our lives the truth of the whole thing the whole matter. (laughs) So this is what Jesus says to us today. Living in dependence on me is a glorious adventure. Most people scurry about busily trying to accomplish things through their own strength and ability. Some succeed enormously, while others fail miserably. But both groups miss what life is really meant to be, living and working in collaboration with me. When you depend on me continually, your whole perspective changes. You see miracles happening around you, while others see only natural occurrences and coincidences, where they're truly God incidences. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) You begin each day with joyful expectation, watching to see what I will do. You accept weakness as a gift from me, knowing that my power plugs in most readily to consecrated weakness. I want to read that again. My power, meaning God, God's power plugs in most readily to consecrated weakness. You keep your plans tentative, knowing that my plans are far superior You consciously live, move, and have your being in me, your God, desiring that I live in you. I in you and you in me, this is the intimate adventure I offer you. And I love that because he truly does uh, offer us an incredible adventure with him. But he said, (coughs) excuse me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And that is 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10. I'm going to take a quick swig of my water here. Okay, that'll help. (laughs) For in him we live and move and have our being. That's Acts 17, 28. And of course, that's speaking of Christ. So, so then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. That's Colossians 2, 6 and 7. On that day, you will realize that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. John fourteen twenty. I love those scriptures because they so speak to our well-being, right? To our well-being and uh, joy and love in Christ. I just so appreciate uh, that and and the truth that that is for all of us. Thank you, Mick. (laughs) Mick just came in and opened a window for me, which is great. I don't know about you, but this time of year can be just, ah, the pits when it comes to allergies and all kinds of stuff, right? But here we are together, and uh, and I want to read the next one to you because it kind of then goes into uh, so much of what I, I want to talk about today. But anyway, let the dew of my presence refresh your mind and heart. So many, many things vie for your attention in this complex world of instant communication. And again, communication, key word here. The world has changed enormously since I first gave you the command 
this is God's command, to be still and know that I am God. However, this timeless truth is essential for the well-being of your soul. As dew refreshes grass and flowers during the stillness of the night, so my presence revitalizes you as you sit quietly with me. A refreshed, revitalized mind is able to sort out what is important and what is not. It's a natural, it's, it, pardon, pardon me, I just messed that up. In its natural condition, your mind easily gets stuck on trivial matters. Like the spinning wheels of a car trapped in mud, the cogs of your brain spin impotently when you focus on a trivial thing. Again, we have to think what's important, what's not, and God can help us with that, right? Okay, going on. As soon as you start communicating with me about the matter, whatever it is, your thoughts gain traction as you and you can move on to more important things. Communicate with me continually, and I will put your thoughts into your mind. Oh, that is such a powerful and important line because it's so true. And I'm gonna we're gonna speak about that in a few moments. <clears throat> and these are this this whole piece is taken from Psalms forty six ten, which says, "Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, and I will be exalted in the earth." And then Luke ten thirty nine and 42 says this. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So Mary had chosen to sit at the Lord's feet and learn from him, knowing full well that there was still plenty of time to help her sister get everything done in proper time. But Martha, of course, was scurrying around and worried about the stuff ahead of time, which some of us as personalities, we tend to do, right? But what we need to understand is that when you put God first in your heart and life, He does. I mean, everything falls into place. There's plenty of time to get all of it done. Okay, and then the last one is 1 Corinthians. And that was uh, that little story about Mary and Martha is Luke 10, 39 39 through 42. And the last one is 1 Corinthians 14, 33, which says this, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. There should be a lot of peace in the churches um, where his saints hang out. And you know what? If you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you are a saint. There, You just are. doesn't mean you're perfect. doesn't mean you don't still have issues. doesn't mean you still aren't going to mess up. But you are a saint of God, and he loves you dearly, and he grants you such peace. Uh, the kind of peace that God gives is so incredibly wonderful. You know, we experience a certain amount here on earth without God. But with him, oh my word, is it a different story? There is a deep, 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 pleasurable, uh, joyful sense of peace that is unlike anything, anything on the planet. It truly is, is unique. Mm.
I had to take another another drink. Okay. So what I want to do is we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back, and we're going to go into what I really want to share with you today. So get your tea and come right back. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley. And I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? I invite you to go to thatspecialtouchofexcellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. There is a place where seniors can go to meet with advisors on a one-to-one basis to educate and help them find viable solutions in their retirement years. That place is Savvy Senior Strategies. They provide tips, tools, and strategies to help your dollar go further and to help make preparations for the future. Everything from housing to medical issues and so much more. Proactive planning is essential to peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Contact Savvy Senior Strategies today at SavvySeniorStrategies.com. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's Well, we're back, and I hope you got your hot tea or cold tea, whatever you'd like, all fixed up and ready to go, and just snuggle up next to the uh, microphone, the uh, uh, the radio, the device, whatever you're listening to, because I want to share with you the key that unlocks greatness in you. It's truly, I've done so much research on this, and I dearly love the fact that, as you know, if you've got my book or you've been around me much, I work with the tree of excellence, and it's something that God laid in my heart eons ago, and I've been working with it and teaching from it for a long time. But I dearly, it's just so viable and vital. It really is. It's an incredible truth that it's all about communication with people. It's all about relationships, relationship with God through Jesus Christ and with other people. Your relationship with yourself happens in your mind and body area. In other words, how you take care of your body, how you what you how you deal with your mind. That is just so critical. And in the top of the tree then uh, is all the relationships in, in your life that are not you, that are how you relate to other people, whether it's your family or your the people you have in your volunteer and friendship life or or your career or 
you know, how you earn money and give it back. In other words, all those areas of your life, it's all about people. It's all about relationships. So I know as my husband <laughs> likes to say, this world would be really great if it wasn't for all these people. And of course, he laughs because that's so contrary to the truth. The truth is that we are put on this planet. We come into the, the this world with relationship with our mother and our father, uh, hopefully, right? But the point here is that you never come in alone. You're either, you're birthed by a mom, right? So you, there is a, there's a first strong tie relationship right there. So we have family relationships, like them or not, you got them. And course in church we have relationships with our friends and we volunteer and and we make friends all over right in in all aspects of our of our lives and then you you know it's how you how you wind up fulfilling your god-given purpose and how you earn money so it's in all of those areas but what i want to share is the key that unlocks everything uh, of every piece of greatness in you and this is, this is the scripture that I want to share with you. It says, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. You will succeed because of my spirit, though you are few and weak. That's Zechariah 4, 6. And the vocal application that I apply to this is, is simply this. Since your spirit guides your thoughts in your mind, which in turn guide your and influence your brain, which influences your body, you must allow God's spirit to connect to and influence and guide your spirit, thereby enabling you to choose your thoughts well and experience complete health. That is a powerful, powerful first couple of sentences there. So important because the science even certainly proves that your spirit, the spirit within you, drives your mind, which drives your brain, and your brain, brain, excuse me, certainly drives and controls your body. And they all interact dramatically. And the truth is, when you have your power plug of life plugged into the power of God through Jesus Christ, now you've got true full-spectrum sunlight, S-O-N-L-H-T, to give you the power in your spirit to truly affect your mind in a good and positive way, which affects your brain, which affects your body. And you are now healthier all the way around. Your body and mind are both healthy and your spirit's driving the whole thing. I just love that because it's so, so true. The choices you make in how you think determine your confidence in speaking and or singing. How you think and communicate with others when you speak or sing is dependent on inspiration from your spirit, heart, mind, and passions. God's spirit is sound and will always give you what you need when you need it. Your credibility as a speaker or singer is vital, and it depends on this connection to God's spirit and knowing how to truly serve others with what they desire from you. His spirit in you truly unlocks your significant greatness and shines your bright spirit light so powerfully to others in many, many ways. Um, and again, I, I re-quote the uh, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. You will succeed because of my spirit, though you are few and weak. 
we are few and weak, right? But we will succeed. God is a God that knows how to show up, and boy, does he ever. He shows up in your life. He is there for you, come heck or high water. Now, does he answer in the way you want him to? Not always, but he always will answer in the way that's best for you and will take you where he wants you to go, which is only good. It, you know, ultimately it will so bless your life. I have to share with you a story, certainly, that I lived. Um, we were going to Russia. We know, we know that we know that we know. We heard from God. He wanted us to go to Russia uh, on a big commission trip that was, again, parachurch organizations or very highly organized coming together to go and minister. Uh, truth and help educate the educators in Russia at their request, by the way. They wanted Campus Crusade's um, wonderful Bible-based curriculum to come to their people because they knew that whether you believe or not, God's principles work in the real world. So that's what they wanted us to do. And we were going full steam ahead. We were selling our house. We were just doing all, we were, you know, earning our, our, uh, money so we could actually afford to go and minister and spend that whole year in Moscow. Anyway, long and the short was we were running 90 miles an hour, you know, it felt like, and we hit a brick wall and bounced back. And I thought, oh my gosh, what's going on? Lord, I know we heard you. So what's up? That brick wall was us not being able to sell our house. Now, what I want you to know is we thought we had prayed, right, and asked God to sell our house and do all the things we had in our little ducks in a row. What he knew that we didn't know was that the program had changed. We were to do a different, slight different version of what we originally he originally told us in our heart. And he knew that we needed to keep that house for some things that were going to come down the road that we didn't know, but God knew. So for our benefit and our good, he stopped us dead in our tracks and turned us the only way he could. You know, when people are very strong-willed and determined and they're going full, full bore, he has to, sometimes, yeah, he has to really let you hit that brick wall or he has to pull the rug out, whatever feels appropriate to you. He has to do it to get you to pay attention and turn the direction he wants you to. So we did turn, we did go, we did accomplish everything that he wanted us to, and we were so blessed. Oh my goodness. The point I'm trying to make is that God made good on all those prayers and all of what he laid in our heart. He made good on it, but he didn't let us mess it up. And the the truth of it is, we you know, we're really good, all, us as human beings, we're really good at taking things into our own uh, hands, right? Just like I read you earlier. We're so good at taking life into our own hands and moving forward. But you know what? We've got to let God do the leading. And we have to listen when he says turn. We need to turn. And so, because ultimately, the blessing will be way, way greater. So anyway, that's what what happened with us. One of the many, many times God has so proven himself faithful and just been there for us. So what a promise this is, you know, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. What a promise. And that was given to the prophet uh, Zechariah by the angel of the Lord. And it was given for King Zerubbabel. But it applies to 
us, to you and me as well. The book of Zechariah is a picture book that paints clear images or word pictures. And word pictures are powerful, I want you to know. They are so powerful. Uh, Use them always when you're communicating with a loved one because they will really relate. If you put whatever you're feeling in a word picture that they can understand, like if it's your husband and he's a fisherman, then put it in fisherman tech. Uh, you know, verbiage, if you will, so that he understands how you're feeling. It's so important that we paint really good word pictures for each other. Images are very important as you speak or sing because people are engaged with you as you paint clear pictures with your words from an authentic heart and self. Also, the power is in in a picture, pardon me. The power in a picture is that you act or do on the outside what you picture or see on the inside. Such a powerful point. As you give or paint great word pictures, you invoke great actions in others. Jesus spoke in, in word pictures called parables, and he is a great example to us of the power in a word picture. God is so faithful to be sure that you see and hear what you need when you need it, whether you're a prophet or not. So the clear message of Zechariah is that you cannot muster enough might or power to succeed on your own. You need the Spirit of God to accomplish success in of any kind, including your singing and speaking well. And that's true of anything in life. If you're going to really fulfill your God-given purpose, you really want to tune in and let his spirit lead because trust me you will always win so another wonderful scripture says this i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you i will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh and that's ezekiel 36:26 and another one that i love is romans 8:1 so there is now no condemnation awaiting those who belong to christ jesus for the power of the life-giving spirit and this power is yours through christ jesus that has freed you from the vicious circle of sin and death and then therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation the old has gone the new is here that's 2 Corinthians 5.17. I love these scriptures because they just are so true. Note that I use, and again, this is taken from my, my book. So note that I use spirit, mind, body when referring to you as a triune person. In society, the order is usually determined human uh, mind, or pardon me, body, mind, spirit. But in the biblical book of 1 Thessalonians, it clearly gives us a view that God uses spirit, mind, body. So we're going to take another break, and I come right back, and we're going to continue with your body image. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? 
I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special All right, so we're back, and I hope you've got your tea refreshed, whether it's cold or hot, and that you're snuggling up and you're hanging, hanging with me. I want to share with you. Uh, it's just so important to me that that. I do everything in my power to help you be at your best. So I encourage you to get my book because it's got so much in there. I've just shared a teensy, teensy bit with you today. And I'm going to share a little bit more from the book and from other experiences that I have. Um, You know, because again, to back up and and recap just a, a hair, I am a voice and performance coach and presentation skills expert uh, trainer. So it's all, it's so important how we communicate. It isn't, you know, did you realize that 93% of your communication comes from how you think? And again, God's spirit leading that, but how you think and your actual two horned voice, your voice, it it has two uh, chambers, if you will, that phonate sound and your body how you hold yourself in your body and how you dress and care for this body is so important. Your relationship, just to recap a little bit, your relationship with yourself is how you think. That is what goes on in your head, what you choose to listen to, read, that comes in through your five senses. You have to really monitor and pay attention. What are you, who are you hanging with? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to, right? What are you eating? What are you smelling? What are you, what are you doing with your five senses that, that is helping you to be healthy, right? So your mind area is critical, but your body area is critical as well. So how you take care of your body, it isn't a, oh, if you feel like it, it's a command from God that you take good care of this temple that he lives in. His spirit lives within you. And it's just a whole different realm in science that they're studying of the spirit and the soul and how that part of you stays alive even after your brain is gone and your heart is stopped beating. It's amazing what they're discovering. But anyway, I want to talk to you about this other piece uh, 
you know, it's important that you breathe clean air, that you take in good, pure water, that you have good nutrition, that you exercise, and that you rest a good eight hours at night at least. And the thing is, all those things are really important, but also, especially when it comes to communication, how you put yourself together. Your wrapping speaks volumes. I'm going to say that again. Your wrapping speaks volumes. So a scripture here is charm and grace are deceitful and superficial beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord, meaning that she reverently worship, she, she reverently worshiping, obeying, serving and trusting him with awe filled respect, she shall be praised. So that's an amplified version of Proverbs 31, 30. I also want the women to dress modestly with decency and propriety, adorning themselves not with elaborate hairstyles or gold or pearls or expensive clothes, but the good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship God. Now, that second one from 1 Timothy 2 can be misinterpreted and is often. It has been misinterpreted for years. He's not saying you can't wear pearls or I've got pearls on today for the, <laughs> just for, for the, the, uh, the fact of what's happening for real, if you can see me. I have pearls on. I do have earrings on. And I do have a nice sweater set and, and some nice slacks on. Uh, and the sweater set has a little cardigan. So I am, I'm finished. I've got three pieces, right? And I'm not overly dressed. I don't have huge, big, flashy earrings on. I have small, modest ones, even though I love big, flashy, right? Because that's my personality. But this is the deal. What you want to understand here is that how important it is that you, that your brand, that you know what your brand is, and you're going to dress into that brand. I know that that may sound strange, but it's so important. Your brand it, it, and again, your brand precedes you as you walk in the room. How you hold yourself, where your head is, and how you use that voice ultimately. But before you say a word, 93% of you is already communicating without saying a word. Only 7% of your communication are your words. I really want you to get that piece. So the vocal application, if you will, of that charm is uh, charm and grace are de deceptive, right? And superficial beauty is vain, but a woman who fears and loves the Lord will be praised. So the vocal application here is beauty comes from within and how you choose to think or express your attitude. As a man or woman thinks in his or her heart, so he or she is. But how you carry yourself with posture and stature, how you dress and present physically with proper grooming and wardrobe and total demeanor is critical to your overall success as a speaker or singer. Modesty with elegance and refinement show you know who you are, you respect yourself, respect your audience, and have something of value to share. Elaborate Overly expensive, sexy, gaudy, or grungy casual appearance is not appro appropriate for a professional because it will say to your audience, you really do not honor them or yourself. Boy, is that, that's a very, very powerful few statements there. Because 
in our society, women and young girls in particular think that the sexier the better, right? And let me tell you, I taught a, a class to high school students uh, a while back, and the guys in the class were going preach it, sister, to me, which was cracked me up because this was a, a secular school. But I was just sharing the story of um, Esther with these girls and how it took 12 months for her to be totally beautified, right, for the king. Now, he had all the, quote-unquote, all the boobs and belly buttons he wanted. <laughs> he had a whole series of concubines that he could go play with anytime he wanted to. Now, what he wanted for his queen was very different. He wanted refinement and elegance. He wanted a really put-together, beautiful woman. And my question to these young women and the young men in the room was, what do you want? Do you want to be cherished and loved and honored as a woman? And men, what do you want? Who do you want to take home to meet your parents? And all of them basically got the message loud and clear and strongly that the the quote-unquote sexy dress is going to excite a young man, but it is not going to make them love you. They will, they will treat you more like a concubine, right? And so it's so important that you grab hold of this and really understand that God sees you as a beautiful Queen Esther, and he wants you to, to present yourself that way because other people in your life, including your future husband, future mate, will see you that way and want you for all the right reasons, okay? So, what does it mean to be a professional? Well, the dictionary says this, being a professional pertains to one relating to, engaged in, or suitable for a profession, conforming to the standards standards of a profession as in professional behavior, engaging in a given activity as a source of livelihood or as a career. A person following a profession, especially a learned profession, one who earns a living in a given or implied occupation, a skilled practitioner, an expert, a person who engages for his livelihood in some activity also pursued by amateurs. So it's very important that to be a professional means that you are you are worthy of being knowledgeable and having something of value to give someone for money in return, right? So, um, in addition to the dictionary definitions, we often associate professional with a person who engages in constant practice of something to become an expert, like a skill or dressing to demand respect of self or others. So, dressing to demand respect, that's a powerful statement right there. Um, We do command respect by how we dress. You know what? I can feel like like not very good. I can feel like crap, I was going to say. But I, if I take time, just that few minutes, to wash my face, put some, you know, put myself together and put on some nice clothes, I feel better. I honest to goodness feel I step up to who now I see in the mirror. And that's so important. We all operate like that. Whether you think you do or not, when you take time to put yourself together, you do feel better. Uh, And it's critical if you are going to communicate in your profession or, uh, you know, on stage. It doesn't matter. The thing is, you must put yourself together. 
And so you must ask yourself what message you send others as you endeavor to be a professional. You want to be an expert speaker or singer whom others desire to listen to, right? So what are you saying with your whole demeanor? And demeanor, of course, means all of you. Every message you're sending through how you think, how you speak, and how you, how you have yourself put together. So what you wear, how you wear it, how you do your hair and use makeup, how you groom yourself, and what attitude you display all reflect your demeanor. I must share a story here of how a beautiful woman morphed into ugly before my very eyes. And I'm not going to read. I'm just going to tell it to you because it's so... I, I did professional modeling for a long time. And I walked in one night. Well, a couple of things actually happened uh, at two different times. But I'm going to combine it kind of and give you the essence of both stories into one. Um, I was going in, and the gal who had pulled the clothes for us, we were meeting at a big hotel downtown Seattle, and <clears throat> Nordstrom's had pulled the clothes. And so the gal who had pulled the clothes didn't know me personally. But this is what happened. When I walked in, and of course I was just praying the whole time that my clothes would fit because we were not close enough to the store to go get a different size. So anyway, I'm walking in, and there's a whole bunch of chitter-chatter going on, and um with the tall models, because I'm a petite model. I am a five five four, so I am a perfect petite size to do that kind of modeling. Well, at any rate, I'm walking in, and the gal takes one look at me, and she says, all right, girls, that's enough. There's a lady present. I thought, holy cow. I did not realize how God's spirit was shining out. Remember I, I mentioned how his light will shine brightly? And it, it was shining out, and she didn't know me personally, but she recognized the demeanor I was walking in with commanded respect. Isn't that interesting? Now, the other piece of this story that actually relates to another story is these drop-dead gorgeous tall models were talking uh, on the other side of the room. And as I looked over and could hear what they were saying, they absolute their attitude started to show dramatically and even though they were physically put together and physically drop dead gorgeous they become ugly in my eyes because of their ugly attitudes they were displaying such vile attitudes that they became very unlovely in my eyes now by the same token i have been around very quote-unquote, plain Janes in my life and plain Jims that have become the most beautiful people because of their attitudes and their heart. They have expressed such incredible love and and their whole demeanor becomes beautiful. Uh, doesn't mean that, you know, it's not important to put yourself together. It is. But your attitude is critical. We're going to take another break and I'll be right back to continue this. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Have you ever wanted a second chance to make a great first impression? Have the jitters taken you out when speaking publicly to a crowd or even a few people? Would you like to know more how to present with confidence and presence? 
I invite you to go to that special touch of excellence.coachesconsole.com to receive a free gift and click on the products to register for the transformational program that suits you best. I look forward to working with you to make you shine with brilliance. Catherine listens and guides you in developing a personal and financial plan that reflects your values and goals. And she is easy to talk with. Contact Catherine Evans at kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Again, that's kevans at strategicsoundsolutions.com or call her at 253-861-2959. Have you ever heard that sales is a numbers game and that in order to get more yeses, you have to get more noes? I am Carol Stanley, and I teach business owners how to increase their sales up to 300% with our program called Bank. If you're ready to turn those no's to yeses and make more money in less time, then come and talk to me. I'm Carol Stanley. You can reach me at carol at voiceperformancecoach.com or call me at 253-951-3879. That special touch of God's excellence in you. Special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God. All right, so I'm back, and I hope you got your your tea all freshened up and ready for us to continue this conversation about your wrapping speaks volumes. It really does matter. <clears throat> you must take seriously, and I, I just mean this so fervently. You must take seriously the power of congruency of attitude and love reflected through your best efforts to take care of your mind and body, allowing your spirit to emanate out and communicate well. Um, It's just so, so important. So wardrobe is important, and I want to share with you some, some real good tips about wardrobing. It says, in order to look and present your best, you must know how to dress to flatter your body, to create a polished look and slimming illusion. Avoid horizontal lines, especially across the chest area or any other part of the body you want to minimize. I see women screwing this up all the time. You may have a few extra pounds on you. Uh, Your proportions may be such that your chest you know, really is a little larger than you really maybe would want it to be. But it's it's what God's given you, and so there you are. Do not put horizontal lines on. The, there's so many fashions out there that are horizontal lines in these dresses, and oh my God, I saw a woman this morning at church, and it just, I my heart sank when I saw her because I thought, oh man, because she does have a few extra pounds on her, right? And <clears throat> I mean, we all can carry that, you know, but the thing is, you can look at least 20 pounds lighter if you know how to dress. And horizontal lines, you want to avoid them. Unless you're super, super skinny and want to look bigger than you are in certain parts of your body, then yes, horizontal lines work. But otherwise, do not go there. Horizontal lines will kill you, okay? Um, So you must understand basic design. Use of vertical lines or V-shapes in your dress create longer lines and thus slim your body appearance. It is never appropriate to use skirts with hemlines any higher than the knee, just barely above the knee. Mid-knee hemlines are actually the most flattering. They actually will make your hips and, and legs look 
much better if you have a mid-knee hemline. Especially, the other thing I want you to really realize is if you're on platform or stage of any kind, and certainly in our churches, in our worship groups, we are. So if you're on a platform or a stage, you definitely want to, when you're at home, take a a full-length mirror, and they're very inexpensive. You can grab one at, at a lot of different stores. But anyway, set it on an angle, which then helps you to see what other people are seeing when you're up above them. It's, you know, if you've got a barely above the knee length dress, it's going to look at least two or three inches shorter on you when you're on platform. So be careful because you do not want people looking up your skirt, right? It's just not okay. It It's not the most flattering view, certainly, but it's, it's just, you know, you want to be at your best at all times, right? So a mid-knee length and some of the designers, uh, Givenchy certainly, and and um, Ralph Lauren, some of those design dresses that actually will hit you more mid-knee. And it's so much better looking on your body. Oh, my goodness. Low-cut tops or short tops that reveal midriff skin are never appropriate, excuse me, for women in a professional setting. And that includes church on platform. Pla- uh, pants or slacks are best with straight legs from the hip. Uh, to look longer and leaner. These slim, they these lines, you know, the dropped from the hip lines look make you, actually, your hips look quite a bit slimmer. The current tight-legged pants are not very flattering on most men or women. In fact, most women, if you really look, <coughs> they don't, <coughs> excuse me, they don't, they don't flatter you. <coughs> they make you look pretty much out of proportion. Always, you're behind bigger and out of proportion to your legs. And there's very few women, to be honest with you, there's very few women that really have beautifully shaped legs that can pull those pants off, meaning <laughs> meaning pull off the look of those pants. But <clears throat> um, I, I would just, I would modify. Anytime you're in a professional situation, yes, they can be slimmer, but modify them. Don't make them tight. That's really important. That clothes fit you appropriately, that your clothes fit and that nothing on you is a distraction. I was asked to come and um, critique a a gal that was doing an onstage thing. She was actually emceeing for a big event, and she wanted me to come and just kind of check out, you know, how things were and give her some feedback. So I did. And when I was standing just eyeball to eyeball with her, everything, you know, she was fine. She gets up on stage, though. Oh, my goodness. Now the angle has altered so dramatically that now all I can see is straight up under her under her top because her top was not very long. It was long enough like to be eyeball to eyeball with her, but not on stage. So now all I could see was her very round red tummy because she had red slacks on. And that became a huge distraction. I'm sorry, it just was. And it, so you got to be really careful that you know what they're what the audience is seeing when you're on stage or on platform. So anyway, it's very important that you know and avoid uh, the things that that are a problem. The other thing is that you want to use a cardigan or a jacket or a um, again sweater, cardigan, jacket, third piece to. A top and, and slacks or a top and pants or a top and skirt are not enough. You need a third 
piece to complete your outfit and give pull you pull you together. <clears throat> and again, it's all about looking really professional and slimmer and much um much more respectable, certainly, but just you know, you just you look beautiful if you have yourself put together with a third piece. That <clears throat> the fact that you're using a jacket or a cardigan, uh, it just puts a finishing touch and it helps you pull it all together. Um, so when you're purchasing clothes, you you always want to buy sizes that fit the largest part of you and tailor the rest to fit. You'll save money in the long run. Use color, texture, print, and shine in your clothing. Uh, <clears throat> because that creates interest and professionalism. And so, and again, you do not want to uh, come out on platform or show up at your job with a inappropriate, overly sexy look. In other words, you do not want low cut. You want to be sure that you are beautifully dressed without showing your cleavage. You want to be sure that you have a little cami on or something that's going to complete the look and keep you modest. Um, and again, you know, back to Esther, it took 12 months of beauty treatments and, and knowing how to put herself together before she could ever even be presented to the king. And, you know, people, this is the deal. People will give you five to nine it's, it's closer to the five seconds. They'll figure you out. They will size you up and they will either, they'll figure in a very short, like five seconds, they will know if they want to listen to you or not. They will know if they want to do business with you or not. They will know if you love yourself and, and respect them. They will know it by how you've put yourself together. And it's, you know, it's, it's a cruel world we live in. We would like for it not to be that way. We want them to know us and get to know us and love us, but it's not. The truth is people will, your brand walks in before you do. So get a stylist. A stylist helps you to know why you put yourself together. In other words, they help you to know your personality and how to reflect that appropriately in your dress. Uh, an image consultant, and some image consultants are stylists as well, but there is a difference. An image consultant will know how to help you, guide you as to how long the skirt should be, how, you know, how the third piece can work best with your your top and, and bottom and so forth. <clears throat> they will know the rules of the road, but they will not necessarily know how to bring your brand and personality out. So what's important about a stylist is that they know how to help you with your absolute branding of who you are. And that's really important. So I encourage you to get a stylist uh, who understands image consulting or an image consultant that is a stylist. But <clears throat> you cannot, it, that's such a good investment to understand the power and the importance of that. And so that you will never be a distraction with too much jewelry or too much big hair or, or the other thing is that hair flopping in your face. Oh my goodness. Some of the current long hair styles are a rampant in that hair is going everywhere, right? In, in, in the face a lot that you don't, you do not want that to happen when you are uh, in a professional job. You want to be sure that your hair is <clears throat> It can be very, very stylish, but be sure that it is sprayed or anchored so it's not constantly flipping in your face and in your eyes in particular, because the eyes are the window to your soul. So it's really important that you keep them clear. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. 
Because you do not want to be a distraction. It's so much more important to be effective in your job than it is to be super cute. I'm not saying that you're not going to be cute. You will be because you're going to reflect your personality and you're going to be your best. But you do not want to be um, distracting. And trust me, you will be distracting if you carry carry your look to any extremes. Trendy, <clears throat> you want to be moderately trendy, not super trendy, because, uh, again, you want to be effective with your audience and effective with your customers. You want to be effective rather than super trend. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I know I've gone on and on about this today, but <clears throat> it's just a section. And I do go on to talk about makeup and, and all kinds of Good, just good, solid tips about how to bring the best of you out uh, in the book. But I encourage you to get Born to be Awesome, A Guide to Shining with Brilliance, to presenting on any stage or camera with brilliance. Again, it's, um, it's very important. It's a guide to presenting with brilliance on stage or camera through the power of God in you. And I think you'll really enjoy it. It's just tons of good information based on my background as a model and actress all these years and coach and trainer. So until next Sunday, I will bid you adieu. God bless you. Have a great rest of your Sunday, and I'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye for now. That special touch of God's excellence in you. That special touch of God's excellence in you.